Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Never Too Late to Fly podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline. And I'm Kevin. Together, we're going to dive into different topics around weight loss, body image, relationships with food, and how to overcome life's everyday struggles and challenges so we can all live our best lives possible. Remember, it's It's never never too late late to fly. Welcome back to the podcast. This is episode 49, and this episode is a little bit different for us. This episode will be a conversation that Jacqueline had with Bree Blank Alexander, or Bree Healthy, on Instagram Live. We felt it was very important to share this conversation because both of these women share their journeys so openly, the ups and the downs, and this conversation had some very valuable nuggets that were brought to light. We hope that you find some value from their conversation, so let's get started and jump right in. Hello! Hi! How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. So excited to be here. Hello, everybody. Oh, so this is my friend, Bree, everyone. I'm Jacqueline, if you don't know. (laughs) How are you doing today? How's your day been going so far? Good. Pretty relaxing. So it's good. How about you? Yeah, really good. It's gorgeous weather here in New York City. So I'm just basking in the sunshine. (laughs) Nice. Nice. Yesterday was a little gloomy, but today it's, it's nice again. So that's good. Definitely. I'm so excited for our conversation today. I feel like this is going to be super empowering and just really inspiring. So thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. Thank you for doing this with me. I'm really excited because all of us at some point in our life have dealt with negativity or comments on our body or being put down or shamed for the way we look, the way we dress, how we sound, anything like that. And I think it's not just, you know, me and you who choose to share our stories and our journeys online, but every single person has dealt with some sort of shame or hate or negativity. And like I talk about all the time, it's not preventing that hate from happening, but it's how are we going to deal with it when it happens? Because unfortunately, it's going to happen. And that's what we kind of wanted to talk about today and you know, answer your questions, but also share our stories as well. So if you find yourself struggling or in like a negative place, you can come back to this conversation or kind of hopefully remember something we said, and it kind of can help you kind of kick that negativity out and keep moving forward on your own journey. Do you mind sharing a little bit about you, your journey, who you are, um, and all of that? Totally. Hello, everybody. My name is Brie Blank Alexander. I am Brie Healthy on here. And so basically, the way I started Brie Healthy was years ago, back in 2012 to 2013, I had, well, my whole life I was overweight, basically. I grew up eating whatever I wanted, whenever I wanted, and I was happy. I enjoyed my life. I had loving family, loving friends, and so I never did anything about it. Until I was a sophomore in college, I was 19 years old, and that's when I stepped on a scale. I consider it divine intervention. I just, I used to avoid scales at all costs, and then one day I was like, okay, here we go. And it was because it showed me that I was 306 pounds, and I'm five foot two. And at that moment, I'm just so proud of myself at that time because I just knew I needed to do something for my health. And so at that moment, I really just did a 180 and I started researching healthy foods I could eat at my college's dining hall because that's where I was living on campus at the time. And I started using my fitness pal. And through that, that's really what helped me to actually understand what I was putting in my body. And so I started to see results really instantly. And after four months, 50 pounds just flew off. 
And then that summer I started to learn how to exercise and I taught myself how to cook and just started to really have fun with it. And after a little under two years through all the, the ups and the downs, because we know it's kind of, uh, <laughs> it's not really linear. That's not how it works. <laughs> So through that all, I just never gave up. I just kept getting back on track and I officially lost 150 pounds. And that inspired me to want to help inspire the world to empower them and let them know like, hey, if I could have done it, so can you, so can anybody. And right. to make it fun and enjoyable and a big, big piece of my journey, especially now I'm realizing is self-love because self-love really is what helped me to do my whole journey without being hard on myself, without being like, oh, why can't I do this when I had a slip up or anything like that? And so that's what I really love to, to share about self-love is because it can help us in every single part of our life and we are not taught how to do it. And so when we can step into that empowerment and be our own friend, that's when the magic really happens. So, exactly. yeah. <laughs> so I love I'm, that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I'm so excited to share this because self-love has helped me through a lot of these challenging conversations with, with people who aren't very nice and I want to help share that with all of you at home and thank you all in the comments. You guys are so sweet and I'm uh, very grateful to have such nice people here, but thank you, Jacqueline. I'm so excited to hear your story too. I love, I'm so yeah. excited. <laughs> so I love what you said. And I talk about this a lot. It's about making the choices that are best for us and loving ourselves throughout the way, because I know I get comments. I can't possibly love myself if I'm losing weight. I can't possibly love myself if I'm going through skin removal surgery and it's like you said, it's loving yourself enough to be able to make the ch the choices and the decisions that are best for you. And that is self-love. And it doesn't matter if anyone else agrees with it or thinks that what you're doing is right or wrong. When you truly focus on doing what's best for you, that I think is the true de definition of self-love, regardless of what anyone else wants to think or say or how they feel about it. Like as long as we're all doing what's best for us, then that's what matters. So... Definitely. Thank you for sharing that. Amazing. Thank you. Yes. Now tell us about you. I want to hear. <laughs> yeah. So for those of you who don't know, my name is Jacqueline. And similar to Brie, I struggled with my weight all my life. And it got pretty out of hand in 2012 or 2011. It really started getting hard. Um, and I took a trip to Disneyland, which is my absolute favorite place in the whole world. And I was miserable because I couldn't walk. I couldn't move. I couldn't fit on the rides. And I had not stood on a scale in years. So I had no idea where I was. But I just knew my life and my weight was completely out of control. And I tried to get on a ride in Disneyland that I thought would fit. Like that would fit me. That didn't have a seatbelt. That I knew was pretty wide. And so I went to get on the ride. And I got stuck going through the turnstile before I even got on the ride. And typical of how I deal or dealt with things is I laughed it off, made jokes, was like, I'm completely fine. Isn't this so funny? Got myself unstuck and then went to the bathroom and bawled my eyes out. And I was like, I cannot believe this is my life. I cannot believe my life got here where I'm at like the happiest place on earth, my favorite place in the world. And this is where I'm at, like crying my eyes out in the bathroom. And so at that moment, I always say like Disney magic kind of took over and I wiped my tears and I was like, I got this. And I went home. That was like at the end of 2011, start of 2012. I was like, I got this. I actually stood on a scale for the first time. It was 510 pounds. 
and that completely crushed me but at the same time i was like okay well i'm just starting at 510 pounds and i'm gonna lose over 300 pounds and everyone was like well why don't we set a smaller goal why don't we try and i was like no my goal is 300 pounds like i'm gonna do it and doctors everyone was like you can't do it without surgery and i was like no i'm gonna do it without surgery like i was very confident in this is not obviously ideal like this is not an ideal weight or place to be at but i was so confident in myself that i can do this and started you know changing my diet began exercising counting my calories watching what i ate began walking every day for five minutes because that's all i could do and within like three and a half years i lost 350 pounds um, naturally no surgery um, began the process of skin removal and then now i'm really at a place where i'm just focusing on again going back to basics and continuing to do what's best for me and i started struggling with my weight again i started struggling with eating again and then i finally got the mental health that i needed for so long started seeing a therapist got diagnosed with a binge eating disorder and so i'm on the road to recovery with my eating disorder still wanting to lose a little bit of weight but the main focus is how i feel within myself and in my body so there's not like a specific i want to lose x amount of weight i just want to be healthy happy and confident in myself again so that's kind of where i'm at right now i want to recover from this eating disorder and just keep moving forward to make the choices that are best for me so your story is so empowering and honestly i relate a lot because there was a moment when I was in high school and we took a class trip to Six Flags. And during that, I wanted to go on my favorite ride there, which was this water rapids ride. And we got on, it was with my whole high school class and the seatbelt wouldn't fasten. And I was told I couldn't ride and I had to get off in front of everybody. And it's just such a terrible feeling. And a lot of people who aren't overweight to the certain extent where you don't fit so much into things, don't really understand so, how some things, even just fitting into a booth at a restaurant or fitting yeah. into a desk at school, what could be so challenging and really just emotionally taxing because you know, it just, you've take up so much space and in a way that you don't always, that's not in the, you know, take up space kind of way. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but you know, it's, it's something that a lot of people don't, don't experience and it really can be so tough. So I really commend you for also saying, hey, I can do it. <laughs> I don't care what any of you say, I can do it. And you were just so powerful. I just wanted to let you know that. So inspiring. Yeah, I know it's definitely hard. I've been there when the same exact thing got on a ride and the seatbelt went clothes and then you have to get off and that not only like embarrassment or shame or all those negative things you feel about yourself but then there's so many other people around that you're trying to deal with all those emotions of am I going to cry am I going to break down here am I going to be okay am I going to laugh it off and you know for me so long I chose to just laugh it off but in that it also turned me turning to food more and more for that comfort because I wasn't dealing with that emotion that was actually happening happening or allowing myself to deal with it so definitely and i also relate on the front of that like being so good with healthy eating and then also coming to a space of getting kind of thrown off loop because for years of weight maintenance you think it's like oh yeah like it's gonna be easy and then once you get there and once i met my husband i started eating not so great foods and it just I still struggle, you know, I'm, I'm finding a way, I don't like to use the word struggle, I am learning the best way
there is room for everything. You just have to be mindful of it in that way. But no, yeah, I'm just like so grateful to connect with you because I think our stories are so aligned and the experiences that we've gone through too are, are really powerful. And so I would love to hear more about your experiences with not so nice people because I've had a ton too. And that's kind of how we connected actually. And in a, a not so great thing, we made light out of it. So right. I would love to, to share about that. In general, whether you share online or not, like, like we talked about, you're going to get people commenting on your body. And even I remember going on vacation or traveling or just going out to dinner. I would always have people pointing and laughing and commenting on my body. And like I said, I never knew how to deal with it. And I would laugh it off, pretend I was fine and turn to food. So when I made that decision to really start on my journey at 500 pounds, it was not just weight loss. It was like an all encompassing. I want to change my whole life and the way I live my life and the way I view myself and my body and learning to love and respect and take care of myself. And so with that, it's not just weight loss, but it comes with learning how to deal with some of those situations that come up. And so now I feel like I'm doing a much better job at truly embracing those feelings and those comments and those things when they happen. And that's why sometimes I do post about it or I do share some of those comments because that's part of my healing because what I've learned is I can't prevent comments from coming. And I know people say, well, you bring it on yourself because you're sharing this online. And it's like, no, just because I post pictures of myself online or my weight loss doesn't give anyone permission to shame me or put me down because it's my choice to be sharing myself online. But unfortunately it adds to, you know, people do that, unfortunately. And so I've gotten to a place where I'm not trying to prevent it, but how am I going to deal with it when it comes up? And I think that's been the most powerful thing that I've learned or I'm learning on my growth in this transformation is what's best for me to deal with it. So I don't just keep it in and pretend it's fine and ignore it and say, oh yeah, it doesn't bother me because they're just trolls. They're just haters. It doesn't matter. It doesn't affect me when deep down inside, some of those comments truly hurt. And we're human, like someone, you know, especially if it's something you're struggling with yourself, if you're having a bad body image day and someone comes at you and is like, hey, you look really bad, of course, like that's going to hit you even harder, you know? So I, I tell myself, you have to be able to feel those feelings and those emotions so you can truly release them and move on. Because if we pretend that they don't bother us, that's just suppressing those feelings and pushing them lower, lower down. And then all of a sudden you're going to explode because you can't handle it anymore. And so that's really how I kind of deal with it is if someone says a comment, I allow myself to cry. I allow it to hurt. I allow that pain to happen. And however I need to heal or deal with it, whether that's talking about it in stories, making a post online, calling up my best friend and just crying on the phone whatever that is, I need to allow myself to feel those emotions because for years I didn't allow myself to do that. And so it's hard and it's sometimes scary and it's hard to put yourself to be vulnerable to hurt and pain, especially when you struggle yourself with your body, your weight, your size. But I think it's so important to allow yourself to feel it and be upset about it and not just pretend it doesn't bother you or have people tell you, well, it shouldn't bother you, let it go. 
because then that's still suppressing those feelings. And so it's truly important for me to cry, yell, scream, kick, whatever I need to do, and then release it, like get it out, move on. And then I can kind of push it aside and move on with my life. So I don't, that's how kind of I feel. I deal with it. I try not to engage with the hater. Sometimes I'm able to just delete it and move on. Sometimes for my own inner peace, I have to say something. And it, I think it all depends on where it hits, how I'm feeling with how I deal with it. Um, but I love the way you respond. And I know I want you to share some of like how you deal with it or you handle things because I know I got, I shared a post was like two weeks ago now and it went crazy with the comments. The hate just blew up and poor Bree left an amazing sweet comment to me. And for whatever reason, the haters chose to pick your comment and just <laughs> kept going with it. And like your one comment on the post exploded to like a thousand comments and the way you handled it, like truly inspired me as well. The way, you know, not only seeing how I was handling all the hate that was coming with that post, but the way you stood up for me, but then also how you dealt with it. So I would love to hear how you kind of deal with the trolls, the haters, whatever you want to call it, and what kind of helps you when you see comments like that. Totally. And thank you so much for your kind words. And I'm so grateful I was able to be there. And, you know, it was, it, it's become an empowering thing for me. And it sounds so funny and so weird, but I feel like because I've dealt with it so much, I've been able to find my, my peace on it. And so the way I've done that was, you know, my whole life when I was overweight, there were so many moments of just stares, people staring at me and little kids saying, mommy, she's fat and all sorts of things. And so I had been kind of accustomed to people saying some not so nice things to me my entire life or just feeling judged in that way, especially because I was always sweaty. You know, I was very big. I sweat on my face. I was always showing up places super sweaty, but you know, I still loved myself through that all. And then once I did my weight loss journey and I started having my my platform here on Instagram and also being seen on TV because my biggest dream is to have my own talk show, which I know is going to happen. I'm so excited for it. And both of us, you and I, were both featured on the Today Show on the Joy Fit Club, which was just, oh my gosh, I'm sure you feel the same way. Just a dream come true. Just one of the coolest definitely. things. Yes, definitely. So cool. And Joy was so sweet. And so did my segment so proud of myself and online i had sometimes gotten comments before of people saying i'm still fat you know whatever i had gotten past a lot of that because what i've realized the way i've conceptualized that one is that people will look at some of the skinniest supermodels and say that they're fat and so i realized with that i'm like okay if they think they're fat of course they're gonna think i am so yeah. <laughs> so that's fine like go ahead whatever like i'm glad your eyes see me the way that they see me and i'm sorry that you're bothered but i'm me and i know i'm still beautiful regardless <laughs> and i hope that everybody feels that way at home too i hope you know that no matter what anybody says that you are beautiful and the exactly. only reason anyone ever says anything negative is because they are not happy. And that's really what brought me to this space. But the one time that it really hurt me 
was on that Today Show uh, on the YouTube comments. Ooh, YouTube comments are so scary. (laughs) (laughs) YouTube is one of those places where you can be so super anonymous because it's not really social. It's more you just can say uh, your opinion, which is not very welcome, but people do it. And so when I was on the Today Show, afterward I looked and I was like, do I want to look at this? I don't know, but I was like, you know what? I want to do it. I want to be strong. I want to I want to get through this. And so what I saw was there was a little comment thread going on with people debating saying she's not healthy. And when they said that, I was like, "Oh, no. Like that really hurt. That one really really hurt because I'm like, you don't know anything about me. You don't know me. You don't know my health. I'm totally fine now. Thank God, you know, like I'm good now." And so when I read that, though, that still really hurt. And so it took me a long time to process through and more and more people saying, you know, not so nice things. Even the other day, I just got called fat in Italian. So that was a fun new one. But ah, yeah. <laughs> so for me, what really has helped is through my self-love practice and through my own intuitive diving, because I've really since quarantine really come to know myself on a, a different level and really just started to um understand the universe a little bit more and understand people. And so what I've realized is that when anybody says anything not so nice, when anybody does anything mean or negative, it's because they're not happy. Like I said before, you know, it's, that's where it comes from. And so when I can see that and acknowledge that in that person and kind of take myself out of it and look at them and say, exactly hurt people, hurt people. I see that in the comments when I, when I see that and I'm like, okay, well, let me give them some love because that feels better than than letting it hurt me too much and if it if it does hurt me i feel it i let myself feel it just like you said mm-hmm. but when i can see it on what it really is and take myself out of it and just look at it i can say wow this person's really hurting and i i give them love and it's the craziest thing ever and that's what i did on your post the way i meet hate is with love and when i do that they combust <laughs> They don't know what to do. It's so funny. And it just becomes hilarious because I realize I'm helping them to see what they're doing is not nice. And I'm helping maybe change somebody from being a bully to being a nice person. And it takes time to get here. It takes a lot of self-love and a lot of understanding that whatever anybody says is never a reflection of me. It's a reflection of them. And they're just projecting their pain. And oh my gosh, I hope your life gets better. That's what I say to them. I'm, I, I say things like, I hope you can be happier so that you don't feel the need to say mean things like this anymore. And they just, they'll delete the comment or they'll be like, I'm sorry. Like they literally apologize sometimes. And one time I even got somebody's girlfriend to come on and like apologize on his behalf. And it was just so empowering you know i feel like beautiful vibrations talking about it because it's just like so empowering to be able to see that people are suffering like for we're we're all we all have something going on right right and then you go online and you look at people and you're like they're just a person and they're totally fine and they're just existing when we're forgetting that everybody is a person with suffering too like we all have things that we're going through and so people so quickly jump and say some things not realizing that we're people and not just a picture of somebody on Mm -hmm. the screen and so you can take it to real life as well you know we just assume when somebody's walking past us on the street that they're just a perfectly fine person enjoying their day right that's not always the case right and so it's just so empowering to give love when you are met with hate if you can find it within you to give love 
oh my gosh, watch how things change. And that's really what's been doing it for me. Right. I love that. Like, even uh, like I talked about a little bit, even though there was so much hate, like you kept bringing that love. And for me, it kind of, from my own mental sanity, I kind of had to check out a little bit and stop going to the comments and stop going to that post. And for me, that's what I needed. But then when I would go and I would see like that love you were putting out, it just kind of kept reminding me like, these comments are not a reflection of me. You know, when people give us negativity, it's not a reflection of who we are. And, you know, and I did take note of that and I was inspired by you and I would start responding with more love just because I was like, you know what? Avoiding it is not the issue because it's still happening. So either I need to address it or I truly just need to delete it and move on. Like there's no like middle ground where I see it and I just ignore it and keep scrolling. And so I did have one, one did not go so well. And then I kind of just had to delete it when, you know, she, I said something, I'm sending you lots of love. And she responded back with more hate and there was no getting past that. So I just kind of deleted it, moved on and was fine with it. Um, but one guy, he said something and he was like laughing about how big I was and how ugly I looked. And I don't know exactly what I responded with, but I said, I really hope you, your day gets better and I'm sending you lots of love and just tried to put that out. And he commented back almost instantly and was like, I didn't even know you would see this, which again, goes back to, they don't realize these are real people. And these comments you're saying are real people. And he said, I didn't even know you would see this. I'm so sorry that hurt you. That was not my intention. And some Thing, apologizing for it, and then he deleted his comment and so I think that's when it truly hit me like people say these comments not probably thinking anyone will ever see it not remembering that we're normal humans where people were actually a person behind this platform of what we're posting and you know when you can come at them like you said with love or kindness or say you know what it sounds like you're having a bad day I really hope it can get turned around for you it just puts them in their place of, oh my gosh, that was not maybe the nicest thing to say, or maybe I shouldn't be saying this to people. And I think it truly goes back to, like you said, you have no idea what someone's going through. And so just to be nice and to remember if you're out somewhere and this story breaks my heart, but this one girl, she really wanted, I think we talked about this before. Mm -hmm. She wanted to go to the gym. She was overweight. She was so nervous. And she said she saw one of my posts, was inspired by it, and was like, I'm just going to go and try. She messaged me the night before. I, like, cheered her on. I was like, you got this. You know, just stay strong. Do your best. You're there for you. And so she said she went into the gym feeling so motivated and inspired and ready to start her journey. And not within, like, five minutes there, someone started laughing at her, pointing at her, and making fun of her. And she turned around and walked out. And... She messaged me after that. And of course, I, my heart, it's still broken talking about it. But, and it was like, it was reminding her that's not a reflection of you. You have every right to be there. And this is what I want like everyone to remember. Whether you're walking down the street in a gym, you deserve to take up space. You deserve to be there. You deserve to be working on yourself for yourself without anyone judging you or trying to tell you otherwise. And I think that, 
truly is what we need to remember is those people who are commenting those, we don't know what else they're going through. So as hard as it is, we just try to have to remember to not let that stop us from doing what's best for us. And I think that is, it's hard and it, it, it takes practice and patience and it's not going to happen overnight where all of a sudden you're like, okay, you know, Jacqueline and Bree said that I'm not going to let it bother me anymore. But it's truly just keep every day reminding yourself of it and practicing it. And I think it just hopefully can get a little easier because like we said, it's, it's not going to stop. Unfortunately, you're always going to be too big, too small, too tall, too short for somebody. And so it's really focusing on that love for yourself. So you can keep doing what's best for you, for you and your journey. So definitely. And the way I like to view it is that every challenge is an opportunity for us to love ourselves more. And so when I see these things happen, I kind of sometimes take it as a message like, okay, maybe it's time to find a, a way to come to myself and befriend myself even more so that I can come to a space of being even more solid on my, on my love for myself and the untouchability, like that untouchability when you know that you are beautiful and that you are fine no matter what then that is true empowerment. And so the like ways that we can work on this every day, because I've seen a lot of comments of people saying that they hope that they can get to the space where we're at. And I want you all at home to know that, yes, you absolutely can. And, you know, even there's some comments up in here that aren't so nice. So, um, and some not so nice words. So I encourage everybody who's in here to, to, you know, open up to making sure that you're being nice to one another in here. But also most importantly, is just understanding that you can do anything you set your mind to. And when you step into that love that you have for yourself, you can absolutely do anything. Nothing can stop you. No words, nothing that anybody says can can hurt you. And this is a, a place that I'm, you know, nobody's ever fully there, right? Life is a journey. We learn and we grow. And mm -hmm. so I'm not trying to say that nothing could ever bother me that somebody can do. Yeah. We all have our things, but this is uh, just a really empowering space to be, to realize that we have the power. We can take the power back mm -hmm. when we don't take things personally, which is so hard for us as humans, because with human ego, we kind of just feel like everything is directed at us. And that's something that I still work with. But through that, I'm learning that when we don't take things personally and we just see it as this person expressing themselves in a way that this is their their trauma their hardship coming out on us and we can just send them love and just hope that their life gets better then that's probably the best thing we can do in this situation because when we do that we might completely change their life in a way that many other people won't have to experience suffering in that way so you know i'm just really grateful for everybody who's tuned in here and and here to learn and to grow because we can make the world a better place through this stuff right Jacqueline exactly like it, it like exactly like you said it all comes down to continuing to just work on it like it's not going to happen overnight loving myself and my body and I'm sure you feel the same did not just happen one day I'm struggling and the next day it's like oh I have all this love and I never struggle and nothing ever bothers me but it's continuing to work on it every single day. And what I do is if I'm truly in a negative space and I, and this is taking it beyond what other people say, this is myself and how I feel is if I'm having a bad day and I find myself having negative comments to myself and saying unkind things to myself, 
that's what I truly try to focus more on than what other people are saying. And so if I find myself in a place where I wake up and I'm just criticizing myself, criticizing my body, you know, thinking negative things about myself, I try within myself to then try to turn it around and do something to show myself some love, whether that's blast music and start dancing around, whether it's calling a friend, taking a bath, reading a book, whatever that might be. It's not going to instantly say, okay, now I love myself and I'm not going to think these negative things, but it's going to show myself a little bit of love because that's what I need in that moment. And that's the same thing what we talked about with other people. In that moment, they may be struggling and projecting that on others. And what they need is love. That goes for us too. If we find ourselves struggling, that's what we need most at that moment is love. And I think just being in tune with that has slowly helped change that relationship with myself and my body to know I'm going to have hard days and moments either when comments bother me or I'm saying those negative things about myself. But if I can learn to start to switch it and notice when that hate comes, what do I need is love, either if it's for someone else or for myself, it's that's what I truly need in that moment so I can continue. And sometimes a good cry, a bath, and a good book can help me feel better. It's not going to fix the problem. It's not going to magically say, okay, now I've lost X amount of weight, which is what my issue was. But it's going to help me feel better so I can continue to keep moving forward, hopefully with a little less anger, shame, hatred. you know. And that's the same thing with that person is if you wish them well, wish them love, know that that's what they need, and then just kind of let it go and hope that they can do the same thing. Definitely. And I, that is so powerful and so true. And I would love to share some of our tips on how we step into self-love in our own ways. If you have certain ways that you do, for me, it's really affirmations, positive affirmations has been so key for me because I want to help you all to step into this on your own as well. This was a journey for me. I used to really not look at myself very well after my weight loss journey because I had loose skin and I still do and a tummy and I've never had um, skin removal surgery. My skin, thankfully, it doesn't really get in the way of too many things. So I'm learning to love it. I'm learning to embrace the tummy that hangs over. I'm learning to embrace the arms that have extra fat on them. And the way I do this is by telling them I love them. This might sound crazy, but really looking at my arms and say, I love you arms and really honoring them for what they do for us, mm-hmm. honoring our bodies for what they do for us instead of looking at them like they're not not good enough or this and that. If our bodies function, they're good enough, you know, mm-hmm. like my arms help me to to hug other people and to hug myself. Self hugs is another big tip of mine. Yes. Give yourself some yes. hugs. <laughs> so good. And so really just honoring your body like my like our beautiful legs we both have well, every single in this every single person in this live right now has beautiful legs no matter what they look like they're beautiful and you know why because they're yours mm-hmm. and because they help you to walk and they help you to get to places and they allow you to lay down and stretch your legs out and ooh it feels so good and so starting with these nice kind gestures toward yourself starting to treat yourself like a friend like when you make a new friend don't you want to be so nice to them and and make them feel like you're a, a nice person let's do that to our bodies too and especially eliminating any negative self talk as much as we can that's a big one and if it happens that's okay but we can just give ourselves a compliment with that too so mm-hmm. if we have a critical thought we could say you know what 
I actually really love you arms. Even though you have extra skin on you, you're just so beautiful. And thank you for helping me to cook because that breakfast this morning was slamming. So yeah. <laughs> that's exactly. some of my amazing tips. And Jacqueline, I would love to hear some of yours. Yeah. So, um, I am very similar to like what you said and what I've started to do here probably for the past, like six to eight months is I've been really just saying, thank you, body. Like when I find myself struggling, like yesterday, the day before yesterday, what day? Monday, I was really struggling with, because I have so much loose skin on like the outer part of my legs, like the inner thigh part has been removed, which is amazing. But my balance, because now it's just pulling on the outside, my balance is just way off. And so my workout on Monday was super difficult for whatever reason. My balance was off. I couldn't keep up with the instructor on the TV. I had to keep pausing. I kept feeling like I was going to fall over. And I felt myself really getting like, oh, why is this happening? Why is my body like this? Why can't, like started quickly happening. So I paused my video. I closed my eyes for a second, took a few deep breaths. And I just said, you know what? Thank you, body. I know you're doing the best you can. I know you're strong. I know I'm having a problem with my legs right now, but my legs love me. They take care of me. They are strong. They've never given up on me. And so right now you're struggling with balance. Okay, so what do I need to do? I need to start doing the movements maybe slower. I might be able to keep up with the instructor. Maybe I have to change some things up to work for me in this moment, and that's okay. And so I just took that moment to kind of recenter myself and just be like, it's okay that my balance is off. It's okay that the loose skin is bothering me. It's okay that I'm feeling frustrated right now. But I just had to take that moment to like reground myself and center myself. And instead of saying, I hate my legs, I hate what's happening. Why is this happening? I flipped it and I was like, my legs are strong and they're doing the best they can. So thank you. And just that little tweak, it doesn't mean that I was like, oh, I have the best legs and I'm so happy and nothing bothers me anymore. But it was just that switch where I stopped myself from going down that negative path of like shaming myself and my body and it continuing for the rest of the day to be in like a negative space. And it was enough to get me through my workout. I thanked my legs again. I gave them like a great stretch, like loosened them up, put my compression on, helped the fluid get moving. And it was one of those things where it's like that's taking that power back where you can't necessarily fix that issue or I can't cut that skin off right now and have it be completely gone and fixed. But what I can do is take the power back and do what I can, which is to keep doing my best. And I think that's where that power comes, where I try to talk about all the time is sometimes we're not able to say, okay, this is my problem and now I have to go fix it and it's going to be better. Sometimes it's realizing there's a problem and there might not be a quick solution or anything you can do in the moment, but what can you do then in that moment that's going to make you feel better or not go down that negative path where you start spiraling and, you know, being negative or angry towards yourself. And I think that's where that switch happens for me of where I kind of keep teaching myself to love myself and to keep doing what's best for me is those small little changes and it might seem like something small like you said where you look in the mirror and you're like I love you you're beautiful thank you arms it might seem silly or it might be small but those are all the little steps that add up to the big result of overall being able to love yourself and it might sound silly because we've never done it before 
like it might sound like, oh, that's crazy because it's a crazy thought that we could love ourselves even with our flaws, flaws, you know, it's, it's a crazy concept because we've never done it before. And so I think that's what helps me is sometimes I look in the mirror and I'm like, I feel ridiculous saying, hi, body, I love you, like you're beautiful. But it's those little things that actually add up to being able to like truly believe what you're saying. And I think that that's that great place to start where people say, oh, I don't know how to love myself. And it's like, just start with something small by saying thank you, by switching that negative thought into something positive. Yeah, my arms are bothering me, but you know what? Like you said, they cooked me an awesome breakfast this morning, and that's amazing. Those little tweaks help so much, even if it doesn't sound like it does, that overall adds to the big picture and definitely helps. Absolutely, and that is so empowering. I love that you did that because you, like you said, took the power back, and it goes like that with the main comments, too. When we take our power back, it's all about stepping into a love for ourselves that's so unshakable that somebody can come up to you and say something crazy at some point. This is the goal, right? Where somebody can say something mean to your face, and you can say, Oh my gosh, I'm sorry that you feel like that. I, I hope that you can get better. Are you okay? <laughs> because especially when it comes to with our bodies and with self-love in general, our subconscious is always listening to what we speak. So I highly encourage everybody watching to just, if you ever say anything negative about yourself, try to not do that so much because, and in fact, try to not do that ever because our subconscious is always listening. So when we do say those nice things about ourselves, I am awesome. I am beautiful. I am amazing. I am healthy. I am strong. These become true to ourselves because our subconscious is hearing them. And it's like, oh, okay, that's what I'm hearing all day. That's what's true. Instead of if we're saying all these negative things, I mean, how many times do people say that they're their own worst enemy? Mm -hmm. People say that all the time. And so it's how do we take that back? Oh, we start saying nicer things. We give ourselves compliments. We, we be there for ourselves. And all it takes, like you said, is just to start somewhere, just like mm -hmm. weight loss. If we never take that one healthy meal that's our first healthy meal, then we couldn't have lost for you 300 pounds, for me 150. You know, we've lost like two or three people combined because all we did was just try. And right. everybody can do this, honestly. It, if we could do it with our experiences in our lives, everybody can do it. And so this is always a journey. And that's the most important thing to remember is that things don't just happen overnight. There's so much for you to learn. And it's a blessing to be able to experience this because afterward you see how strong you are. And then when you say, I am strong, you feel it on a deeper level and you really can come to a place of saying, you know what? I am awesome. And sure, there's some days when I'm like, who am I? I'm this brie healthy girl. Like I know who I am, but some days I feel just like a just a person just being, you know, but then I'm like, wait, no, I do. I've done so many amazing things. I help people. I, I share my story and all these things. And you can come back to yourself because we'll drift off and then we come right back. And so having tools that help us to get there is so important. So like you said, you know, you have something where you, you stop and you say, how can I make this better? And that's the, mo the best way we can be instead of judging ourselves for having gotten there or anything. And so if, especially if we can get clear on things that always make us feel better, like for example, for me, meditation has changed my life in so many ways. I'm able to step outside of my situation, which I didn't used to be able to do. Meditation is huge for me. Also, when I'm starting now, this is a new thing. I've just been intuitively doing it. 
is giving myself massage. Oh my gosh, it feels so good. And like just giving love to myself, I'll massage my legs, my arms. And I feel like they love it, you know? Right. I feel like they're like, thank you for paying attention to me and giving exactly. me it's so powerful, especially my tummy, because my tummy has been a space, which Jacqueline, I, I just give you so much credit for really sharing your body online, because that's something that I haven't stepped into as much. And you're so powerful that way and Thank in you. so many ways. But oh, my goodness. And so you inspire me to want to be more open with showing my own body in slowly but surely ways that feel comfortable for me. Right, exactly. But the more I do it, the more I love my body. Like mm -hmm. last year, I really started showing my tummy in tight dresses, which is something that I was never able to do. And it does take these small steps. Mm -hmm. And when we do it, we go out and we realize nobody's staring at my tummy. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, nobody's not even noticing. I don't have to bring attention to something that nobody else is noticing. And I can love this part of me because you know what? It functions and it's warm and I can put my hands under it when I'm cold. And <laughs> just so many different things, you know, and yeah. I just think it's so empowering. Right. And something I've noticed too, is if I start feeding myself negativity all the time where I say, I'm so ugly, I'm so fat, I, all these things. And then I hear someone say it or I see it online, it hurts more or it feels like that validates it. And so what I really try to do is, like you said, just keep speaking nicely to myself. I am beautiful. I am strong. And if you can truly start thinking about those things all the time, your brain's going to remember it. It's going to start believing it, like you said. And then if you see someone say, oh, you're fat, if you are constantly telling yourself how amazing you are, that's hopefully over time not going to hurt as much because you're not constantly telling your mind that and then you're constantly having other people saying it and then it kind of is like, oh, well, maybe I am. And then you start doubting all the other positive things because it's like you're validating those negative thoughts instead of the positive ones. And I found when I truly am like, I'm strong, I'm capable, I love my legs, I have a strong body, I have a strong mind, my arms are strong. And someone comes and says, I hate your legs. It's like, okay. Like, it doesn't bother me as much because I'm feeding myself love constantly that those comments aren't going to hurt as much than if I'm constantly feeding myself, I hate myself, I hate my legs, I hate my body. And then someone says, oh, I hate your legs too. And you're like, oh, see, I have bad legs. And then you go spiraling down into this negative path. Um, I think that's something powerful that has helped me too is really focusing and noticing those small changes of when I can treat myself nicely and kind, you know, it's not going to hurt as much sometimes and it depends, but sometimes when others say those negative things about me, because then I'm able to be like, I'm sorry, you feel that way instead of, yeah, I was thinking that too. And, you know, then being so upset about it too. So. Right. And you can see the difference too, when you, when you do the affirmations and you step into your power, those mean comments don't, don't hit because you know it is not true. So the more we step into this empowerment, the more we realize that I am beautiful is true, that my legs are perfect is true, that I am amazing just the way I am is true. If somebody comes and says something otherwise, you know that's just not true. And so right. you can exactly. say, you know what? Oh my goodness, I'm so sorry that you felt the need to say this. I'm sorry that this brought you here. I hope that your day gets better because, or that you find a way to take out your, your pain. As I said before, we all have 
pain that we go through in life. It's, it's a cycle. We experience beauty. We experience all sorts of things. We also experience pain. And so just understanding that when others experience, uh, express something negative toward you, it never, ever has anything to do mm-hmm. with you ever. It's always just them. Then you take that power back. Ooh, I'm feeling so empowered, Jacqueline. This is amazing. <laughs> I would love to open it up to questions. Yeah, I was and- just going to say that. So if you guys have questions, go ahead and leave them for us in the comments and we will get to as many as we can. Very excited. And thank you all for your sweet words. I see so many people in here who are saying such nice things and we're so grateful for you. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm trying, I try to get rid of some of the weird stuff. I don't know what happens sometimes. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's, that's what happens when you're, when you're, when you're popping, when you're famous, right? You get all the kinds of people. <laughs> Like not even hate. It's like weird. Like I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, we had some funny, funny words up in here. But it's funny because I feel like my eyes will stay on the nice things, and exactly. then if I see something not so nice, my eyes just drift back up. I'm like, okay. Oh, my dad's here. Hi, dad. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, dad. <laughs> we encourage you guys to leave some questions, and you know, I think it's really important to feel like you have a sense of community when you go through things like this. And so Jacqueline, I'm just really grateful because I feel like I haven't connected with too many people who share very similar experiences with me. And so it's really refreshing to know that you're here and that we have each other and everybody in here, we're all in this together mm-hmm. and doing things like talking about this, it, it brings awareness to it because people don't really talk about this, how to overcome mean comments, right? Right. And I think a lot of people want to say, you know, even some of my friends like, oh, just ignore it. And you're like, sometimes that's not helpful. Like sometimes if it hurts so bad, you can't just ignore it. Like, and so I think that's why it's so important to kind of really think about like how you're treating yourself and your body and the choices that you're making, because it is okay to have it hurt. It's okay not to be okay all the time. Like I say, it's okay to be human, you know, and sometimes comments from people, whether it's online or in real life hurt and they suck and they're not okay. And it's okay to cry and yell and scream and to get those emotions out. It's so healthy. And I think for so many people, they hear, you know, you should just ignore it or it doesn't matter. Or, you know, that doesn't bother you or don't let that bother you. And it's like, for me, that almost does more harm than it is helpful. And people don't do it on purpose, obviously, but it's so important to hear people talk about it's okay not to be okay. It's okay that they bother you. It's okay to be upset, but it's also okay to not engage with it, push it aside and focus on yourself because it doesn't matter. It truly does not matter what these people say as long as what I'm saying to myself and how I feel about myself is positive and loving and coming from a good place. And that takes time and practice and patience. So I really want, you know, everyone who's listening now or everyone to just know it's okay not to be okay all the time. And it's also okay to allow yourself to feel those feelings and feel it and then release it and let it go. And I think as cheesy as this sounds, like that's why Elsa is one of my favorites from Disney because she feels it and then she like lets it go. You know, and that's how I always say, I was like, just let it go. Like when you're ready, that's just what we have to do. And yeah. So if there's any questions after all that. (laughs) No, I love that too. And I I think we might've had one a little bit up above, 
but it's, it's so true that it's essential to feel it because when we don't feel things, then it's stuck inside of us somewhere and it's going to come out at some point. So allowing yourself to feel journaling is so helpful for me because when it runs through my mind, I'm not able to experience all the thoughts, but when I write out, I can see, okay, this is how I'm feeling. Okay, let me allow this. Let me cry because then when I do, I can like like Elsa. She had to go. And yeah. when you when you don't, it's gonna come out at some point. And if you keep ignoring it, it's gonna continue to come out maybe harder until you learn that lesson. I truly believe that life shows us lessons, and when we don't learn them, sometimes it like smacks us in the face. With <laughs> oh, I'm queen of like tough lesson learning because I didn't learn it the first five thousand times, so it keeps happening. <laughs> But <laughs> you used to be, you have been, used but not anymore. Right? Yes. yes. <laughs> Definitely. Um, I see a question right here. How do you guys deal with negative emotions? So we talked about this a, um, a bit earlier, but when it comes to negative emotions in general, uh, Jacqueline, do you want to go first? Uh, it doesn't matter. You can go ahead. Okay. So for me, with negative emotions, now I'm allowing myself to feel them more and actually just see what they're teaching me. And being curious with it. And it, it's, you know, taken me a long time to be here with a lot of meditation, a lot of self time, just solo time, getting to know myself. But in that space, I understand that negative emotions are always just a teacher. And it's showing me where I'm not fully loving myself. Where is it coming up for me? Like, if I'm experiencing something, I'm we're all going through something right now. And through it, I'm trying to identify, okay, how can I feel better? And how can I feel what I'm feeling? What am I truly feeling? Because I think a lot of times we just brush it off like it doesn't bother us or, or things like that. But when it, like you said, you got to let yourself feel it. And if, it, if you don't, it'll come back out. So for me, just allowing myself to learn about it. What is it? Where is it coming from? Why am I feeling this? Is this from my past? Did something happen to me before and this is coming back up again to, to show me something? And once you, once you identify it, you can then learn and grow and, and you can then rise a little bit above it. So that's a big thing for me. Jacqueline, how about for you? Uh, I'm a big journaler, journaling <laughs> as well. Um, and I truly find if I'm in a negative space, whether it be someone's comments really affecting me, I find myself truly being negative or not nice to myself. I kind of, like I talked about with the workout, like I pause, like I'll pause whatever I'm doing and I'll sit down with myself and I'll just write, what am I thinking? What am I going through? What happened that might've triggered this? Did, and for me with an eating disorder, a lot of my struggles around food. And so it's like, sometimes if I eat a certain food that I've in my mind considered like a bad food, it triggers those negative emotions right away of, why aren't you more disciplined? Why did you eat that? Why did you make yourself do that? And it starts spiraling. And so I've noticed, like, I have to keep journaling, like, what foods are triggering this? Why did it trigger this? Oh, I realized I ate X food. And that might be why I'm triggered now to be unkind to myself. And I just kind of journal everything out. And it's able to kind of help me release it and not hold it in. Because sometimes I'm like, oh, you know what? Someone did make that comment and it did bother me. And I wasn't, I didn't allow myself to feel it. I just pushed it aside. Or it's sometimes reminding myself, yes, we ate that. But that doesn't mean I'm bad because that's not a bad food. Or that's not something that we should feel guilty about. Or it's not something, you know, that you should be, you know, you ate this. So now you should feel guilty about it. 
and it really allows me to be true to myself and my emotions and my thoughts and then write down questions, write down concerns, write down this is happening and I don't know how to deal with it. And I'm a big advocate for mental health and I'll sing it from the rooftops of I feel like everyone should make their mental health a priority. And if you are able and willing to talk to someone, talk to a therapist, I'm in eating disorder recovery right now and I feel like I have my therapist on speed dial. So sometimes I'm finding where if there's a negative thought or emotion that's tied to certain foods or certain things, I'll write it down. So then I can then ask her or talk to her about it and figure out ways that can help me cope. And that makes me feel better where it's not, okay, I have to be mad at myself. It's just, I'm struggling in this area and I need some extra help in this, but it doesn't mean that I'm bad. It doesn't mean that it's a negative thought. And it, it allows me to start going towards like those positive mindset and like conversations with myself again, because it's like, it's not bad that you're thinking this, but we just need some extra help in how to overcome it in the future. And so it's really just getting it out, pinpointing what I need, pinpointing different things that can help me um, and getting it out. Because like you said, holding it in just adds to more where I feel like the weight is on my shoulders and it's like pushing me down so far sometimes. But if I can actually get it out, I feel a lot lighter and freer and I can actually pinpoint what I need so I can feel better. Definitely. And mental health is essential. When we are healthy mentally or at least working at it and being present with it, everything in our life gets better. If we can prioritize one thing, it should be our mental health because what goes on here affects everything exactly. in our life. And that's why it's so important to just notice. That's an amazing first step is just to be observant, just to just to notice what's going on, what thoughts are popping into my mm -hmm. head. You know, how do I feel when this happens? And recognizing those triggers, those stimuli, and just saying, okay, now I know. And then once you know, then you can find some good strategies. So I'm helping people close to me to do this as well because it changed my entire life to just notice, just to be present with what's here because mm -hmm. we just continue going on and on and on. And I think that the, the shutdown of the, the world last year really helped a lot of us to, to be present to what is instead of continuing to move forward a lot. And so, um, oh, <laughs> another see people people talk about my eyebrows all the time but it's fun and it's funny to me because I um you know I used to tweeze them all the time and so once we get clear on these things right we can say that's okay I appreciate your observation that's totally fine I'm going to use this as an example <laughs> but no for real mental health is everything and I think it's just the most important thing to focus on because when we do we can just have a better life experience when I'm clear in my head I can enjoy every moment of the day. And I think that that's the optimal way that we should live our life, right? <laughs> exactly. I think that answered that. There was a few more questions that came in. Yeah, let's hear them. Let me search through. And thank you all for the hearts. See some, some oh. beautiful, nice comments and some nice hearts dropping. To get started on your journey. I think someone asked your biggest tips for getting started on your journey. Mm, okay. You want to go first and then I know I've been deleting. I know I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> this is life though. See, you know, we, we've been through it. We see it happening. Look at it and you say, you know what? It's okay. 
I hope that your life gets better to come into a talk where we're talking about <laughs> mean comments. You know, it's funny. But to get started on a journey, for me, it was just having my motivation was everything. I feel like you need to really have your why and like, why am I doing this? Why do I want this? Because a lot of times, which I've even experienced after my original weight loss journey, because over the year I've put on some pounds, lost it back, put them on, lost them back. Right now I'm actually in a process of losing some quarantine weight back. And for me, the most important thing is, is knowing exactly why I'm doing it. Because there have been times when I've tried to lose weight again, but it's for only image. It's only for me to look good. And that doesn't work for me. That is not enough motivation for me because then I go back and forth. And I'm like, I look fine. And then it's like, well, you know, I really want to fit in my clothes, but it has to go deeper. And so when I do any weight loss journey, the intention is for my health. That's what my original weight loss journey was for. And that's what mine is now. And I have to remind myself because sometimes I slip away and I'm like, I just want to fit into all my clothes again. And then, no, I have to be like, no, this is for my health. This is for my longevity. And when you keep those motivations at your forefront, a lot of your actions will begin to align more with it. That's what I've found personally is when I remember, oh, wait, I'm doing this for my health. It's not to fit into those jeans again, not to zip that dress up. It is for me to live a long, healthy life. And, and that's my biggest thing. And also, like Jacqueline had said earlier, just do something, one small step. And uh, that's just huge, whether it's taking a walk. Like you said, that worked for you. For me, it was also, you know, I didn't exercise the first four months. I just started eating healthier. So that was one step for me. So finding one one small thing. I think that's the word they use on the Today Show also. I think that's what they had done when I was on there. I'm, I'm sure they did it on there when you were on too. And it's so true. One small thing can change everything. And when that's a positive thing, just watch how your life just blossoms and gets better. Yeah, I completely agree with the why. And I think it's also important to not try to do so much all at once because it can get very overwhelming. So if you're saying, I'm going to go to the gym five days a week, I'm going to eat healthy every day. I'm going to cook my meals at home every day. I'm going to drink a gallon of water. I'm going to go on a walk every day after work and you start too much. It becomes very overwhelming. And then a lot of us were not, we wouldn't just get rid of one thing. We would just completely give up on the whole thing and say, this is too much. I can't do it. And so I think it's important to make small changes. And then once you're comfortable with that, maybe then try something else or then keep adding on as you go. And I, like you, started with just changing my diet. And it was five minutes of walking every single day. That's it. I didn't worry about how much water I was getting. I didn't worry about going to the gym. I didn't worry about anything else. It was, and my trainer had said this before, and I love it, and I still use it today. He said, win the day. That's it. Win the day. When you go to bed at night, know that you did everything you could in your power. You did your best that day. Go to bed feeling like you won and then wake up the next day and do it over again. And I think that's so key because when we try to do too much all at once or we try so hard to focus on the big picture of I want to lose 300 pounds, it can get very overwhelming and it's very easy to then quit and give up because then it's too hard. It's too overwhelming. We can't do it. But small changes every day, one step at a time, one day at a time is a huge thing for me, even now to keep moving forward, to keep reaching my goals. And I tell myself, all we have to do is our best today. Let's focus on today. We can't worry about what happened 
two days ago. We can't worry about all the food we ate over the weekend. We can't control that. What we can control is today. And we can't control what's going to happen tomorrow, but we can control right now in this moment what we're choosing to do. And so that's where I think that's where I tell people how to start or for advice on starting is starting where you are with what you can do today. And then you just keep continuing and not, yes, like I said, 300 pounds was that overall goal, but it was today I'm going to do the best I can today. And then tomorrow I'll deal with it when tomorrow comes, but it's the same thing. And going to bed, feeling like you already won, like my trainer said, win the day, you're going to be in that positive mindset and you're going to be able to feel good about yourself. You're going to be able to feel confident and then you're going to want to do it again the next day because you feel so good. And so I say start with small changes, start where you are and just do the best. Definitely. And so sorry, there's sirens going by my house. But, <laughs> uh, but celebrate ourselves, right? Like, that's what I what I heard you say in there is celebrate ourselves. And one thing that's been so powerful for me is celebrating every single little win. Like, oh my gosh, I made money. Oh, yes. Oh, I love this. Celebrate myself. Oh, like I did great with my eating today. Okay. I made one little great decision that helps me. Okay. And right. let ourselves feel it for longer because so often we allow the, these awesome things to pass us by really quickly. How often has something great happened and you're like, yeah. And then 30 seconds later, you're already thinking about something else that you needed right. to do. Whereas when the not so great things happen, that can stick with us for the whole day or the whole week. So if we can try and reframe that and say, I want to feel the good things for longer. I want to let those linger. I want to feel that in my body and mm, oh, it feels so good. I'm so proud of myself and write that down or say it out loud. I'm so proud of myself. I'm so amazing. Watch how your life transforms to be mm -hmm. so much more beautiful and just so much more on your own team, right? right. I think Ooh. too, so we wait so much till we reach our goals to feel proud or to celebrate. And I think it's so important to celebrate every step along the way, not just the goal. Like for me, I was guilty of it in the beginning where I was like, yeah, I lost 20 pounds, but it's still not 300 pounds. And I didn't always allow myself to feel those proud moments because I was so focused on, well, I'm not where I want to be yet. And I think now where I'm at in my life, it's like you have to appreciate all those small moments because those small moments are what get you to that big picture. It's not just one big, oh, okay, today I had a great day and that's what led me to 300 pounds. It's no, it was all those little steps along the way that led you there. And I think it's so important to celebrate all those small steps and to appreciate those small steps and to focus on all the amazing changes you're making every single day for yourself, like you said, for your why, for your own reasons that you're doing it. And that those things are the things that we celebrate and that we should feel so proud of ourselves for because like people say, oh, you must be so embarrassed about seeing pictures when you are 500 pounds. It's like, no, I'm so proud of looking at that picture because that girl was strong enough to do what she needed to get me to where I am today. You know, and I had this interview once and they said, look at your picture and tell yourself how much you hated yourself. And I was like, no, that's absolutely, I'm not doing that. I don't care if you don't publish this article or what you're doing, but there's no way I'm going to look at my former self at 500 pounds and say anything negative about that person because that person is what got me to where I am today. 
without her, I wouldn't be where I am today. And so I think it's those small positive changes in the way we think about ourselves that need to be celebrated, not just the big goal of, oh, I'm going to lose 300 pounds. I'm not going to celebrate myself until I get there. But it's important all the steps along the way to get you to that. And yes, it's important to have that big goal in mind, but to keep celebrating those small steps every step of the way, because those are what's so important and going to get you to where you want to go. Exactly. And I can't believe somebody asked you to say that. That's wild. Yeah. You know, people are really looking for a, a punchline or something to twist your story sometimes. To Like, I've experienced that a lot, too. And, you know, the best thing we can ever do for ourselves is allow ourselves to just be us. And when that said, when that means saying no to people, then yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Always stand up for yourself. And I'm so glad you did. And it's so powerful. I feel the same way. I'm so grateful for that beautiful chubby girl because she lived her life and she can send love to ourselves in the past, the future, and especially of course in the present. But I do believe in always saying good things. And so I love that you shared that. That's so empowering. We there, we don't allow the negativity, right? This is, yeah, no. <laughs> this is us loving ourselves and saying no to the negativity. Yeah. And I see some people celebrating themselves in the comments. Congratulations on being yeah. a homeowner, which is, that's incredible. And talking about little steps, beautiful. Do we have time for one more question, Jacqueline? Uh, did you see one come in or if anyone else has any last minute ones, otherwise always feel free to reach out to either one of us. If anything ever comes up, if you're struggling. Yeah. We're always here for you. Both of us share our lives very openly, very publicly on Instagram, which can be very challenging sometimes as we shared earlier, but you know, through this, we are in it together. We are here for you and we are just in this together we are yeah, in never alone like together. that's what i tell people you're never alone your struggles your anything you're going through you're not alone and if you don't have someone you're comfortable reaching out to you can definitely reach out to one of us and that's my biggest thing is i just never want anyone to feel alone on this journey in life what you're going through because we all deal with something some sort of struggle complication whatever it is and i know some people always say well i'm the only one going through this i'm the only one dealing with this and that's why it's so important for me and you both of us to really share and be open and honest with everything and not just every day saying oh yeah today's a perfect day and i'm having a great day because that's that's not true um, we're human and we all hurt and cry and bleed and, you know, have hard days too. But it's so important to keep going on those hard days and reaching out if you need help and reminding yourself it's okay not to be okay, but I'm going to keep moving forward. Let the past go and focus on what you can control, which is moving forward. Absolutely. I couldn't have said it better myself. Jacqueline, thank you so much for having thank me today. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you everyone for being here with us. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. If you found value by listening today, could you please do us a favor and recommend the Never Too Late to Fly podcast to someone else that you think might find value from our conversations? This would mean the world to us and also help us grow. Thank you so much for the continued listenership. And if you could also help us out by remembering to rate, review, and subscribe wherever it is that you listen to podcasts, that would also help us out tremendously. Oh yeah, and there's one last thing. Remember, it's, it's never, never too late, late to fly. fly.